Say something. Can you hear me? Test one, two. Yeah. Uh, somehow. Somehow. Audio was just disabled. Just disabled FBI, for no reason. FBI, the philosopher king, they did not want to hear your sage advice, bro. They don't want to hear you, man. Yeah. They don't want the truth not. coming out, bro. But uh, no, okay, now that we got audio. Uh, so for the uh, those who those who are initiated, we uh, you know we talk about digging, falling, and from First uh, Samuel five, and again the the Ark of the Covenant is stolen. Hearing that Roman is jacked, he's like, "Yes, I can hear you now, bro." Um, so the Israelites have had the Ark of the Covenant stolen from the Philistines. The Philistines take the Ark of the Covenant to their most holy temple, and they actually put it beside their god Dagon. Okay, and uh, they're excited, they're pumped up. They have the Ark of the Covenant, which is the uh, the literal seat of where God sits for well. It, it's where God said for the Israelites, and they had the, um, what were the items that were in the Ark of the Covenant? It was the two tablets with the Ten Commandments. Yeah, it was the of manna. Moses. Yep. Manna and, uh, and the staff. Go ahead. And Aaron's budding staff, yes. Aaron's budding staff, yep. So um, those are, you know, obviously holy, you know, to the to the Israelites at the time. And uh, they, take, they celebrate because they, they took it from the Israelites, and they're going to put it in the temple of their god, Dagon. Well, they wake up the next morning to come worship Dagon, and all of a sudden, Dagon's, he fell. He on the ground. There's big, massive statues on the ground. And they're like, well, ha, uh, that's a crazy quinkadink. We didn't feel that earthquake last night. So let's just put Dagon back up where he needs to be. No problem whatsoever. The next morning happens. Dagon's back smash, and, and now he's laying in front of the Ark of the Covenant with his hands, and I think his face was smashed too. Or was it just his hands? I'm not sure. I think so, just his hands. His hands were smashed, and he was literally bowing before the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, needless to say, having the Ark in their city caused them a ruckus to the point where they're like, Israelites, come take this. Get rid of this crap. So they tried well, to take it from town getting to town. sick, too. Yeah. <laughs> they ended up taking it to other towns, and the people in the other towns got sick. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we don't want this in here, but... The point is, Dagon, who is their supreme being, bowed before Yahweh. Even when it looked like the Israelites were weak, which they were at the time. Uh, I think Saul, was Saul king at the time? Was Saul being a little softy king at the time? Or was it still uh, uh, still uh, uh, Samuel? No, was, as a judge? I think it was still Samuel. I think it was still okay. a period of judges. But, it looked like a bad time, right? The Israelites are losing to the Philistines. They took the Ark of the Covenant, and God steps in and smashes Dagon. There's a lot of ramifications to this. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is really simply this. Um, my eschatology has been challenged. I, I'm having that eschatology uh, challenge, right? I grew up from the... Uh, I grew up in the... Um, the days of Left Behind. Remember the Left Behind books? Good old Left Behind books. James Cameron movie that was horrible. Um, Not James Cameron. Yeah. Kirk Cameron. Cameron, yeah, sure. Same. Yeah, they both suck. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. James Cameron's the uh, the director? Yeah, he's the terrible director of Titanic and Avatar. And then the uh, great director of True Lies and Terminator 2. Yeah. 
I, I think if you make Terminator and you make True Lies, is it really him or was it Arnold carrying it? I don't know. I, they're, they're, they're both excellent movies. And to be honest, like, the visuals of Titanic and Avatar are great. Matt. The stories and, you know... My thing with James Cameron is how much... How lauded he is. As this, mm-hmm. like... But gift one of the, to filmmaking, go, you know? Let's go back to that last comment you made about Titanic. It's not Pride Month. You don't have to keep this up anymore, okay? It's, it's all good. <laughs> I hate Titanic. I saw it once and it was like, why did I watch that? And I know people in my... Like, I was in high school when it came out. And uh, there were people, there was a girl in my class who saw it, like, over 11 times in the theater. Just to watch Leonardo DiCaprio be just amazing. And that, for a long time, turned me off to Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, I hate that guy. I don't want to watch anything he's been in. He's a good actor, though. I hate to say it. Yeah, he is. He is. He's good. Uh, uh, Catch he, me if you can is what uh, changed my mind on him. Yeah, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's phenomenal. Freaking um, the Remnant. Do you ever see the Remnant? No, I haven't seen the Revenant. No. Oh, the, dude, the Re- Revenant is a good movie. Like Django Unchained. Yeah, Django Unchained. I mean, yeah, the dude, the dude. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss him. That's uh, no. Long no, story good. short, um, <laughs> Kurt Cameron was in this crappy left behind movies and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, at any moment, Jesus is coming back and, uh, we're all going to get raptured out of here and, uh, we don't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? Uh, Deep says, uh, I'm king of the world. <laughs> He's got a point. He is kind of, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he's that dude. He's, he's that good. Now, it's uh, more, it's more administrator of the world, but whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, long story short is, is I was taught Jesus is coming in every second and every bad headline that I would see in the newspaper was just more proof that Jesus is coming tomorrow. You know, now is Jesus Christ coming back? Absolutely. Now what's been told to us forever and ever and ever and ever with very weak biblical uh, precedent. And again, I'm not dissing premillennial, you know, eschatology, blah, 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 not. I just have a really hard time finding it in the Word of God, but it is what it is. I'm not going to fix people. Okay. Now, with that being said, uh, wait are, are you are you challenging the special revelation given to Tim LaHaye? Listen, listen, dog. Listen, dog. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, but because uh, it was the same um, special revelation given to John Nelson Darby in 1945, so. Special. Uh, whatever. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's never been talked that. about before that in all of church history. Yeah. yeah. But. Because here's the thing that's always interesting to me is the verse that's very, very hard to beat is that Jesus comes back when every enemy is laid before his feet. The last being death. The mm. last being death. Okay. The, the one that was hard for me. The one that was hard for me was when he was talking to a crowd of people. Yep. And he told them, 
This generation shall not pass away before the things that I have told you come to pass. Yep. But Darby and LaHaye tell us he wasn't actually talking to them. He was talking to us. Our generation is the one. It's like, what? Yeah. Which, he was, why would he tell that to a group of people? Why would he lie to a group of people? Because he wouldn't. Because Jesus exactly. doesn't lie. Because the kingdom, the kingdom is the moment that he resurrects. That's when his kingdom, he's in his kingdom right now. We're in the and kingdom that, period. Go ahead. And well, let me tell you, the LaHaye version of things does tie everything up into a nice little package if you ignore some of the glaring things like that. Yeah. If you ignore. But, and so, like, once you realize that, okay, this package is too tight, too nice, and uh, I'm ignoring, but I'm also ignoring, you know, these things sticking out of the wrapping paper. Yeah. Um, then, then Revelation becomes really messy. Because then you're like, yeah. Okay, what's what's happened? What hasn't happened yet? Yeah. What is to come? Yeah. What's apocalyptic language? What is tied to the Old Testament? Ah, there's so much. Oh uh, yeah. You know, the dive the dive is the deep dive is so deep that it's like I don't know if I want to swim that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm a tired yeah, I, already. But that verse to me always stood out to me because I I couldn't. I couldn't get away from it, right? You can't get away from the Bible literally saying that every enemy will be put before Jesus's feet, death being the last one, okay, mm. before he comes back. All right, so with that eschatology, uh, you're not going to look at a newspaper article and see something bad because that's all they do is talk about bad and think Jesus is coming tomorrow. And then you're going to start thinking that the world is Jesus's Vietnam. He just can't. The Son of Man just can't figure it out. He just he just can't overcome. You know what I mean? Um, which is hilarious if you think about it. But that is the eschatology a lot of people have. And, and I'm not dissing people for having that. It is what yeah. it is, though. I mean, because at the end of the day, can we really put a, a, a thumb on the the end times? No, because only God. Knows, Jesus even said that God only knows the time when this is all coming down, right? But if every enemy is being laid before Christ's feet and death being the last, that would presume that Jesus is winning, right? I'm assuming that, right? Now, point. if we look at totality of history and not just American history, because um, even American history kind of points to, uh, dare I say, a post-millennial thought process and view, because let's get real, when we started this country... We did have slaves. Now we don't. Slavery got beaten. Okay? We did have a civil war. We paid it in blood for all the sin that was there. And we overcame it and somehow stuck together. Then we still had, you know, um, racial uh, inequity until the civil rights movement. That got defeated Inequality. too. Inequality, right? Got defeated. Um, in between those times, there was a guy called Hitler. I don't know if you heard of him before. He killed a lot of people. He was evil. He got defeated. Um, Stalin. He himself didn't get defeated, but history defeated him, right? Like, all these evil forces. 
keep getting defeated mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Um, so when we take history in its totality, not just the 240, what are we, what are we at? 244, 246 years of American history. And we actually go back farther. Let's go back to when Jesus shows up. How many Christians are in the world when Jesus shows up? The answer is zero. How many Christians are on the planet now? Lots more. Okay. Hundreds of millions, if not around a billion, maybe. Yeah, right. So we're talking about a guy who we talk about God shows up, picks 12 dudes. And from those 12 dudes, we're talking about billions of followers at this point. One might say that's improbable. Could, could we say that? It's improbable for a carpenter, a.k.a. a mason, or a, a guy who works in the stones, who comes from Nazareth, which was the butt of all jokes <laughs> in Jerusalem, shows up, lives an absolute perfect life, dies on a cross for every single sin, and does this crazy thing called, come back, <laughs> I'm back, over 500 witnesses attesting to this, all 12 of his disciples, well, 11 of his disciples dying for that cause because he knew it was true and grows to over a billion followers. Why is it that the Slim Shady song works so perfectly with the resurrection? What do you mean? Guess who's back? Back again. Christ (laughs) is back. Tell a friend. I mean, that's (laughs) true. It goes all the way into the Great Commission. That's amazing. It's true. It's amazing. <laughs> now, with this mindset, right, going from zero to over a billion, we would make the assessment that things are getting better. I would make that assessment. Yeah, I mean. I mean now, here's another crazy thought. How was the standard of living when Jesus Christ shows up on the scene versus now? Way better. Have we made any inroads with civil rights, freedom, uh, 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 property, pro- property, prosperity, no, no, medicine, poverty, technology, huh? Poverty, I said. Yeah. Capitalism has has made such significant strides against poverty. So many people. At least a couple billion people have been pulled out of poverty. There's still people in poverty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But in the modern world, billions have been lifted out of poverty because of capitalism, because of the implementation of capitalism, because well, just of, think of the... The, the Western ideal being implemented in their world. Yeah. Think of and the what is one idea. of the pillars of the Western ideal? Sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What is one of the, it, Christianity? Yeah, Judeo-Christian values. That's the morality of Western society, the philosophy of the Greeks, and the governance of the Romans. So, yeah, I'm with you on there, dude. And here's the reality: just think of just think of basic things here. Class systems. Essentially, are destroyed in the West. Think about it. If you think yeah, about, there's really only two I classes now. Yeah, it's true. 
New there's world the elites who are still trying to enact their evil on the world. And then there's yeah. the rest of us, whether we know it or not. True. Kings and queens. Think about that concept, how much it's eroded. Just since Christ, think about that. <laughs> the concept of kings and queens eroded, right? There's a lot of things here that are completely different and better than they were before. So for me, as a pan-millennialist, because I think it's all going to pan out in the end, <laughs> but I don't think that I'm going to get Kirk Cameron out of here in two seconds, okay? But what I will say is this. I keep seeing God do what God does. He always wins in a way that nobody can take glory for it, right? And we talked about this on the show, uh, the Roe versus Way show. There is no Republican power at the federal level right now. None. None. Not House power. The Senate's at a 50-50 split with the tiebreaker being Kamala. Right? And you've got Joe Biden. <laughs> it's so hard to say. Joe Biden is the president who allegedly got 81 million votes, but I'll leave that alone for right now, okay? But all of the godless Democrats, and trust me, there's godless Republicans too, but they're way more godless. The baby butchers, the Moloch worshipers themselves got kicked square in the balls a couple weeks ago. Just square in the balls. And not a single Republican can take credit for it. Think about it. Now, you could give credit to where credit's due, right? You could say, hey, Trump appointed the judges that made that happen. Absolutely. Trump's only president because God allows that to happen, period. God picked a reality TV star to become our president for four years. Hopefully another four years. I, I want the revenge tour secretly, okay? I go back and forth every day. One day I'm like, Ron, and then one day I'm like, Trump, and today's a Trump day, okay? You got me. I want the revenge, okay? But he appointed three justices that would overturn Roe versus Way. You think good old Bush would have done that? Do you think any Republican in your life, Daddy Bush or, or Son Bush, would have done that? Absolutely not. But guess what? God uses a whoremongering, egotistical psychopath to enact uh, uh, judges that would do this. And, there, and he's not there to get the credit, which is almost like a humble pie for Trump, right? It's like, dang it, I, I helped do that, but, hey, you know, whatever, right? But God gets the glory because there's no power on the right. And that got smashed. And then another executive order, or not executive order, but another ruling on gun rights in New York got smashed. And then uh, prayer was defended in public schools. Like, this is the most consistent of uh, the EPA. The EPA got uh, neutered a little bit, too. So, like, they can't get into private businesses and tell them what to do. It, like, it's a, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. All the conservative-style decisions that have happened in a blue government. And God gets the glory for all that. And then on top of that, on top of all that fun, this is going to be too deep for this this show, but they try to fire up the CERN again, and a weasel apparently goes in and Fs it up, which is hilarious to me, by the way, okay? And then the next day after the CERN debacle, we won't talk about that too, that's way too uh, too, too deep in the rabbit hole for uh, 
this audience, but the Georgia Guidestones just blew up. <laughs> the pillar that was in English blows up at four in the morning when nobody's there, you know, now. Yeah. And then, Go ahead. You mean, you mean the stones that were put up in the middle of the night? Yep. And nobody knows where they came from, really? Nobody knows the organization. Nobody knows the person that puts it up. Now, why in the world would a conspiracy fool like me be in favor of the stones blowing up? Because I could do the thing that everybody's doing right now and be like, oh, we don't condone violence. We don't want statues coming down and blah, 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 blah. Sorry, you, you guys You guys literally lost that with me when you started taking down Christopher Columbus statues and Thomas Jefferson statues. So if it goes the other way, <laughs> I'll just mock you. So here's the beautiful thing. I approve. So that being said, we just got demonetized. No, I'm just kidding, okay? <laughs> but the very first tenet of the Georgia Guidestones, and tell me if you find this a little fishy, is to maintain humanity under... 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. How many people are in the world? 7 billion. Almost 8 billion people now. And I know most people got common core math in here. Okay, public school education, not just if you went there. But is a million bigger than a billion? Yeah. No, 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 billions more. So if there's seven to eight billion people on the planet right now, and this stone that just magically erects in the middle of Georgia, uh, and the longitude and latitude is very interesting. It's like a 666 and a 333, blah, 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 blah. I digress. I'll leave that one alone for right now. That's a little too much for this audience, but I'm just being real here, right? And essentially, it's called the New World Order Manifesto, the globalist cookbook. And I mean that pun literally in light of Twilight Zone. To serve man, it's a cookbook. But uh, maintain humanity for 500 million in perpetual balance of nature. That means, kiddos, you'd have to reduce our population by... 94%. So that's 6.5 billion dead. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what's best. It's only a little bit of genocide. It's only a little bit of genocide. Now, it shouldn't surprise anybody who's aware, but that would require people to get killed. Yeah. That would require people to get, I don't know, aborted in the womb. That would require, you know, I don't know, boys to get sterilized through soy. And <laughs> I won't even talk about those little injections they gave us all last summer. Wouldn't want to talk about that here cool. either. Uh, Non-Bidenary says breaking news Pfizer is now recommending a fourth booster to those who haven't died yet. Yeah, 100%. That's good advice, right? Uh I, I mean, she's, I don't know. The military industrial complex that continually perpetually has bombings throughout the Middle East all the time. I'm, I'm sure they want what's best for everybody, right? Best for humanity. Definitely. Correct. Definitely. You know, violence and upheaval, war. I mean, I'm sure none of those things at all 
<laughs> um, would ever, ever uh, contribute to this ideal that the globalists have. Now, here's the thing. Um, the very fact that Dagon Falls, a.k.a. the Georgia Gladstones Fall, uh, Moloch gets kicked in the balls. I, I, I can't help, Maddie Matt, but think there's patterns to everything. You know what I mean? Yep. God shows up, reveals himself, tells people, hey, I'm God. This is who I am. I made you and created you. Adam and Eve said, hey, we love you. Oh, you're the best. Uh, but we want to make ourselves gods. So <laughs> listen to the serpent. Oh, geez, here we go. Right? Uh, then, you know, Genesis 6 rolls around and uh, the angels thought, hey, I'm smarter than God. I'm going to go bang some chicks. I'm going to make some giants. I'm going to pollute everything that's going on. God said, oh my gosh, here we go. I'm going to have to <laughs> clean this mess up. Uh, start over again. And it, well, there's a perpetual cycle of either people elevating themselves to God or worshiping idols that try to become God. Moloch worship is strong in America. It's called the abortion angle, right? Yeah. Dagon might be strong, too. <laughs> uh, you know, since he's trying to clean the house and clean us out of here, you know what I mean? Because we're worshiping Gaia and nature, and we can't have humans around to be in the nature that God made for humans to subjugate, but that's another story for another time, right? But it's funny that all of these things, like, the CERN, uh, CERN magically not working, right? I mean, I wouldn't want to refer back to Tower of Babel or trying to reach God. That would be too crazy for this podcast, but it's another story for another time. But what I'm trying to get at is this. The old gods are flailing. And uh, God's still on his throne. And he uses a weasel to crush CERN. He uses some magic bandit in the middle of the night to take down the Georgia Guidestones, which was funny because they haven't released any footage of the person putting the bomb there. I'm sure they have that, right? Correct? Say that again? I'm sure they have the footage of somebody placing a bomb there to blow it up, correct? I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Right? Hmm. Uh, you got a Supreme Court that you know, it isn't really for God, ruling for God. It's almost like, now this is a crazy thought, Manny Matt. This is crazy, but God might be in control. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Can't go around saying things like that. <laughs> I mean, I know that's controversial. <laughs> I know that might get me called a... Weird words. <laughs> Darn. Conspiracy mm. theorists nowadays. <laughs> yeah. believing Someone me. might disagree with me. <laughs> My validation. My <laughs> Let's get real. God's in control. Now, with the Georgia Guidestones, to be fair, some people think it's an inside job. <laughs> Damn right, too. JBN. What did he say? Damn right. He said, I don't know. It's plausible. And I said, Damn right it is. <laughs> uh, 
listen, I don't want to be too conspiratorial because it might scare some people, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, what I'm trying to say is this. Could the Georgia Guidestones be an inside job? Sure. Uh, I heard I, I, you know exactly what I did when I heard about the Georgia Guidestones. I went to two people to see what their response was, right? Brother Alex Jones, I had to go see what he had to say. Fired up the rumble. I wanted to know what, what Alex had to say. And Alex is like, I, you know, listen, listen, listen. Uh, I, I don't, I don't condone the actions, uh, but whoever did it, I appreciate that you waited till four o'clock in the morning so nobody died, <laughs> and uh, I appreciate what you did. I understand the sentiment. You know, I, I want, I kind of wanted to do that years ago. But here's the thing: we we need that up so that people can see, have an actual visual of what the new world order looks like. And I'd rather you had made a video stating this is what the world new world order is trying to do. Okay, now that's the. That's the uh, 33 degree, the uh, Mason coming out of Alex Jones. I, I get it. One of you know, one of his buddies' statues went down. Okay, I get it. Now, that being said, he has a point. It sucks, but he has a point. But here's the thing that I always think about, right? If we're going biblical and we're going old school, what's the first thing God asked Gideon to do? Groves and rip down the Astaroths? Mm-hmm. He said, get rid of that crap. I don't care if it's your dad's. Yeah. The high places. Yeah. Get them out of here. Get Mm -hmm. these idols out of my face. Could somebody say an idol to the globalists probably needs to come down? I'm okay with that. Just say it. I went to Mark Dice and, you know, Mark Dice was broken up about it. You know, he was like, oh. Nobody's really sad about this, okay? Um, because here's the thing. Truth be told, it does make the globalists a little nervous because they're like, wait a minute, they're starting to figure this out. So it might be better for them to hide in the shadows so they're kind of okay with it. But it is interesting that we have... <laughs> the demonic forces of the world have provoked people of God so much to the point where they're like, screw this, I'm blowing up your idol. And I'm ripping down this grove. I don't want it here. <laughs> Yeah. And Matty Matt, I'm not gonna lie, I'm okay with it. It's what needs I, to happen. I, well, like okay so my brother and I, we had six hours in the car together talking politics and all this stuff, and uh um he's been cracking open that Bible big time too. As have I. Um but uh uh and he's he's we, the discussion we've been having is is one of are we um, is is are we living through a condemnation moment in America or or a uh, a redemption moment? Because now you know. We're not God is not beyond a redemption moment where he miraculous where I mean, like you said, he he does things to glorify himself. Yep. And so, you know, when it looks like nothing good can be coming, he wins. You know? And yep. it's like, how? Because he's God. You know, <laughs> and, or, or this is all just, 
we're on the path to, you know, the extinction that we all seem to want, you know? Yeah. And maybe, and maybe not all of us, there'll, there's always a remnant, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, the majority, the, what, and, and, it, and when you look at the media, it looks like it's the majority. Looks like there's, it's pride parades and, and, uh, and, you know, abortion, you know, pro-abortion protesters left and right, you know, if they're not, you know, if, if it's not a BLM burning down a city, you know, but, but even then, you know, BLM has been outed as a corrupt organization. Getting cast down, know? my friend. And uh, yeah, um, you know, abortion has been overturned. So, you know, we're having this discussion. He sends me the the video of the Georgia Guidestones, and he's like, "A redemption moment or a condemnation moment?" And I said, "A turning from wicked ways, maybe." Yep. You know, because there's that verse: "If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways." Then will I hear from heaven and, and heal their land. You know, I mean, people are waking up. My, the, the election, the selection, <clears throat> was the wake up moment for my brother. He, I mean, yeah. he's, he'd been a Christian, but he hadn't been Initiated. living it to the fullest for, 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 what would be considered pretty darn good reasons, but that's personal. I'm not going to go into that. You know, that's for him to tell, sure. but, um, you know, but he, he hung on to his faith, but he just didn't, you know, practice it strongly. Okay. And then he, he watched the selection and he was like, this country's going to hell in the handbasket. I need to get my crap together. And, uh, and he started reading the Bible every day and he started praying and he's, I mean, it's changed him significantly. And, um, and yeah, I mean, praise God. And he's talked and he says that he talks to people that have had the exact same experience. And if that's, and if that microcosm is just a, a, a small sampling of a macrocosm in this country, we might see a healing coming. That would, let's pray for that. Yep. You know, absolutely. You know, let's not get full of ourselves and think and, and automatically call it, you know? Yeah. Redemption. Woo. Let's party. No. That's hubris, and God resists the proud. But um, let's humble ourselves and pray and turn from our wicked ways and and let God do the rest. You know? Um, that doesn't mean that we don't have to get involved. But what does that look like? Well, it definitely looks more local than federal as the founders wanted it to be um but i mean it's pretty simple humble yourself pray 
Turn from wickedness. I, I mean, uh, I, 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 well, we see, we, I, I think we do see a lot of people awake. The question is, do we see the birth of new R's? You know? Are I'll we seeing, that. what's that? I, I, I don't think it's that. I, I think that people at this point, I think it's, this is actually a good state of things. I think that a lot of the people that are going to be a part of this red wave have never voted Republican ever in their life. Mm. Okay. Because let's get real. A lot of those people that will be voting this round and in 24 didn't vote in the original election. Didn't vote in, in 2020. Let's get real with ourselves. Um, it, you know, it, 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 they just didn't, they didn't do that. To, to to think that Biden got 81 million votes is laughable. It, it, like, it's like the whole, it's like the um, the New World Order's thing is to shame you. Like, if you accept their lie, like they're winning, and, and I could say that about a million different things, but I'll, I will, again, for this audience, it'll get too crazy for some of the... <laughs> I'll go way over the deep end for some people, but I, I'm just... It's funny watching people accept certain things, right? Like the new, like the new thing is eating bugs. Do you really think the new world order or the globalists would eat cricket steaks? No. They'll get Nicole Kidman to do it once. Yeah. To, it's uh... it's a shame and humiliation tactic. It's why look this up if you don't believe me. Every pl- prominent black actor, every one of them dresses up as a girl and acts gay in at least one of their movies. Every one of them. Every who? Uh, Every prominent black actor in Hollywood dresses up as a chick or at least does a gay scene in Hollywood. Every one of them. Without fail. Every single time. Oh, dude. Will Smith in one of his first movies... He was literally having sex with a guy. I forget what I forget what movie that is. It's either um, it's like the Legend of Something, blah blah blah. It was one of his first movies. Okay, Jamie Fox, the one of his of characters. Tiger Vance? Yes. There's look up. Just look. Oh, don't look it up. But Will Smith gay scene. It's one of his okay. very first. Movies. Just be be cautious. It's basically a bedroom, and he's like running out, like oh. Caught with a guy. It's gross. Jamie Foxx. There's a lot of rumors about... Uh, you know what I mean? Six Degrees of Separation, Roman Knightley says. Might be the uh, movie. I'm not sure. Mm. It's one of his first movies. Um, a lot of the guys that are getting outed out of, like, that are black specifically in Hollywood are because they refuse to do it. Um, Dave Chappelle is a perfect example. Remember, he told us that Dave Chappelle went nuts. He went to Africa. He got high on drugs. So on and so forth. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that none of that was true. He said, screw it. I'm going to freaking uh, Yellow Springs, Ohio. And I'm not going to play your rules. I'm not going to do this. I posted mm-hmm. a video of Debo. You remember Debo from Friday? The big, no. the big, like intimidating bad guy from Friday, the movie Friday. 
Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Zeus in uh, No Holds Barred, and and you know he's like he's he's a bad guy in everything. Okay, he's hilarious, right? Um, he's in Dark Knight. He's the black guy that throws the he throws the um, yep. uh, bomb. Okay, there's a video of him. He's like, yeah, I would be more prominent in Hollywood, but I won't do gay stuff. I won't do it. And they always want me to do stuff. You know what I mean? They, they always want him to do something. It's a humiliation thing because it's an abhorrent behavior because the Bible is very clear about it. It's an abomination. It's a humiliation. It, Romans 1 is incredibly clear, right? To yeah. get to that level, you have to have a debased mind to go there. And God gives you up for those, those, uh, those, those evils because you've just rejected God all, uh, outright. And the, the globalists will always do this. It's a humiliation thing, right? There are things that we accept as common knowledge that are completely false. And every time you accept that, you are accepting a humiliation tactic from those people, if that makes sense. Satan does this all the time. It's kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Long story short is this. God is in control. We believe wholeheartedly on God's word. God's word is clear, it's true, and it's real, no matter what the world says. If the world says that you need to dress up like a girl, that's not what God says. What, what, what does the word say? It's it's it is uh, it's uh, despicable for a man to dress up like a woman. <laughs> Let's get real, right? Like we see this over and over and over again. But my point is this. This is my point. The globalists will not stoop to the things that they want us to do. Does that make sense? Would they butcher their babies? Probably, but let's get real. You know, not really. But they want you to kill your kids. Would the globalists give up <laughs> their house for nature? Absolutely not. Want a, want a perfect example of that? Look at good old Obama, right? Obama for years told us that global warming is going to kill us. And gasoline's horrible. We talked about this on our last show, right? But magically, he has a place at Martha's Vineyard right up next to the coast. Maybe <laughs> spend millions so much on it. Spent millions on it. So much for those rising waves. And then he puts a two, what is a 250-gallon uh, propane or uh, ga natural gas tank on his property. Well, I thought fossil Isn't fuels like were bad. 2,500 gallons? Yeah, it was something ridiculous. It's Massive. ridiculous ridiculous but these people do not believe the things that they're saying okay they don't but they think right. if they say it long enough and loud enough that you'll buy into it and you'll fall for it right so um again uh, my point is this long story short i think that to your point maddie matt i honestly think that it's not about people turning republican it's not the about awakening that's happening. Better. Yeah, I don't think it's that. I think that people, and, and, and I'm actually glad about this, were so pissed about what they saw from the Republican Party under the bushes, which was basically globalism. And then they saw another worse version of it under Obama, that Trump was such a, I don't want to say breath of fresh air, but an actual president that actually wanted what's best for the country, it threw off the entire system. Because you gotta think about this. 
we have been progressively going more global and more globalist since Reagan, right? That has been literally the path of the United States from Bush to Clinton, Clinton to Bush, Bush to Obama to Trump. This is the first president that wanted Americans first, which is abhorrent to a globalist system, right? They don't want that. And the thing is, the people that are voting for Trump or voted for Trump and will be voting for Trump again were alive for the Bushes. I remember the Bush days. They weren't good. <laughs> okay, They weren't. How many of your friends went to Iraq and Afghanistan to chase weapons of mass destruction that were there? And then you're told that the black guy that's really cool that can shoot a basketball is going to take you out of those wars. And he doesn't. He actually doubles down and triples down. And then you're told that there's going to be, you know, but the president's so cool. Things are going to be great. And the economy didn't really do anything. It just kind of hung around forever. And then all of a sudden, the guy that they told you was racist, homophobic, evil, blah, 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 comes in, kills it, and brings peace and prosperity all across the board, no new wars, more jobs for minorities than any time in history, record unemployment um, and, and prosperity. And they, they sold you a bill of goods that he's just horrible, he's terrible. They rig an election and then put the guy that they really want in power in charge. And it all falls to crap in less than two years. Has Biden even been president for two years? Think about that. Hmm, he yeah. hasn't. So all these people that are going to vote in this midterm and in 2024 have been alive for the Bush, Obama, Trump, and uh, Biden years. And they're like, wicked. I think there's this thing called globalism. I think there's this thing called the New World Order. I think there's a nefarious um, plot against us. And if you're trying to reduce a population to 500, 500 million people, that means 94% of us have got to go. You line up 10 of us, nine and a half of us got to die. <laughs> okay? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that. But long story short, that's where we are. So I don't think it's so much people jumping on the Republican Party because guess what? People hate Cheney. They hate Liz Cheney. They hate Mitch McConnell. They know all the people that suck. People are not buying the Fox News thing anymore. Okay, the only people that are doing that are the the age demographic for Fox is like fifty five plus. Okay, let's get real. Yeah. You you and our generation, we 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 know they're full of it. We have eyes, and there's only so long you can tell people not to believe their lying eyes before they're like, yeah, you're full of it. I think you're a perpetual gaslight, and I don't have to listen to this crap anymore. Yeah, I don't have to. Looks at Sean Hannity and goes, you know, his uh, his his endorsement of Doctor Oz completely uh, changes my mind on somebody whose rise to stardom came through Oprah, who clearly loves America, and. you know, has nothing but uh, good things to offer to the people. Yeah. Because <laughs> Sean Hannity said so. Yeah, Sean Hannity. Dude, it, it's funny watching him implode versus Tucker. Like, even Laura Ingalls beating him now in ratings. Did you see that? Jeez. He's not, the juice is not there anymore because people know. 
when when you're okay. sitting there promoting Dr. Oz, you're promoting Dr. Oz, who's not a Republican. As a Republican, you you've screwed the pooch. <laughs> Sorry, you, you're out of the game. And when you got Tucker over there on the other side saying, uh, "Don't trust anybody. Don't even trust me. Look it up right. for yourself." Versus, huh? <laughs> but that but, but what's disturbing about that is that Trump is. They're endorsing Dr. Oz, you know, exactly. listening to exactly. Sean Hannity. Exactly. And, and that's the problem, right? It's like, again, listen, you're not going to have wisdom if you're a, if you don't have Christ Jesus. Jesus can use Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. Not complete wisdom. Yeah. You're not going to have it. How do you have wisdom if you don't fear God? You know what I mean? Now, do I think that Trump can be saved? I think so. Do I think he's saved? No. I mean, I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think that at all. But what I do know is that the dude did keep America first. You know, and I heard a a good argument about the, the vaccine thing, which, you know, we're already running over time, so I don't want to blow people up with that. But the, 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 the reality is this. Every mistake that Trump's made has been in the best interest of America. Now, everybody says that, but let's get real. The Biden mistakes, none of them are in the best interest of America. They're in the best interest of America. They don't even the call them mistakes. Nope. The, the news media doesn't even call them mistakes. They just defend them. Yep. We're the ones calling them mistakes when we know that they're actually the, intentional. The but because this thing is like Trump pre-COVID, the breast the best president I've ever seen, ever yeah. experienced in my life, period. I think Trump completely botched COVID, not because he did the wrong things about COVID, but he literally handed his power over to Fauci. Yeah. Think about that. And he let Fauci dictate the terms. Fauci is a globalist. Of course, every remedy that he's going to have for this mis mystical flu is going to be something that globalists want. Globalists want your kids to almost be autistic. There's a 300% spike in autism in America since the lockdowns. There is a 300% increase in kids that cannot speak because of the lockdowns. You have a spike in kids committing suicide because of the lockdowns. Fentanyl and overdose deaths exploded during the lockdowns, I've said it a million times on this show, I don't know a single person that died of COVID. Not a single human being. I don't know a single person. And I'm not saying that because I'm a hermit. I know three people. I know some people. Who knows some people? Who knows some people? I don't know a single person that died from COVID. I do know guys that died from overdoses because they couldn't get out because they were locked down in their house. Just saying. Now, that being said... I think that Trump could have done better there, right? I hope that Trump acknowledges that, and I hope that DeSantis calls him on it. I hope he takes him to the cleaners on that, honestly. I hope that in a primary, DeSantis looks at Trump and be like, listen, I loved everything you did. What happened the last year? Why did you give all your power to Fauci? The guy was a moron. Why didn't you stop him? And Trump's going to have to answer that hard question, right? And I yeah. hope he does, because that's accountability, right? Let's get real. But what back to your original point though, Matt, 
I think people are awakening to the fact that there's a me- that it's not R and D anymore. It's not. <laughs> it's globalists and everybody else. Because here's the thing: when you've got an idiot like Gavin Newsom running ads in our state, like, "Oh, come to California, we're more free," what a and fool. nobody buys it because they're like. That's funny. You can't even get a U-Haul in your in your state because everyone's leaving to our state in Texas. So talk about freedoms. You locked everyone down for almost two years for the flu, and you didn't yeah, even he has follow the audacity. He has the audacity to claim that Florida doesn't care about freedom of speech and uh, and and you know liberty and all that crap. And it's like, yep. What world? What in, world in do the you abortion. live in, and what world do you think we live in? Well, well, that's the thing. It's like, if that's true, why is everyone leaving your state? Why have you lost House representation in the House? Why is Florida gaining representation in the House? Because people are smart. Like, people are not falling for the propaganda anymore. They're not. Yeah. Either side. I don't think that Dick Cheney ever had America's best interest at heart. I don't think Liz Cheney has America's best interest at heart. No. I don't think that um, Mitch McConnell has the best interest of heart. I think Mitch McConnell is really good at one thing, and that's getting reelected. And he's yeah. seeing his he has his own interests at heart. Yes, yes, they all do. Hundred percent. But what I can respect is the guy who had a net negative on his. Billion, almost billionaire status with money to come get abused by our, our uh, by DC, the swamp, and freaking the media. It's all designed to go against him to lose net worth to make things better for everybody else. I can respect that because I can see that sacrifice. And then but somebody I don't see who, who wants around two, huh? And then he wants around two. And he wants to do it again. And he's like, okay, bring the noise. I'm ready to do this again. I, I can't wait for the revenge tour. It's going to be on like Donkey Kong, man. But that being said, I, I, I to, to get long the longest-winded answer that I've ever given, I don't think it's about r and I think I it's about global versus everybody else. And I, I think people, people are, are really up. waking up to that. And not just the Democrats have gone crazy. No, I, I here here's what I would say. I, I'd say that the lowest level of normie, yes. Yeah. Yes. I know that there are people who have woken up to it's actually globalist versus us all. Yeah. You know? What what I see is this. I see a threshing. Okay. You're always gonna have low information voters. You're gonna have low information voters on the left and on the right. There's a lot of low information voters on the right. Sure. Okay, there are definitely. Okay, there, there there are people that still defend George Bush. That's that's sad. Okay, like like let's get real. Um, there there are people that still defend Obama. Oh, there's a lot of them that still defend Obama. Um, what's funny is I, I've noticed that black dis- Democrats are like, nah, he really sucked for us. No crap, Sherlock. He, he was no good. I was one of those that woke up halfway through it. I'm like, this guy sucks. He's hurting my business. You know. Um, but, uh, what was going to say, I think that there's low information on both sides, but I think the middle where people are like, wow, my local election means something now. 
especially when they tried to mask my kid up forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Republican or Democrat, they tried to do that. Even in red states, they tried to mask your kid up. And then they tried to make me a domestic terrorist for showing up to my uh, school board meeting and calling that crap out. Maybe my mayor is important because if my mayor is Mayor Demings from Orlando, um, he's going to try his best to buck Governor DeSantis and try to lock me down in Orlando. That's probably important. Uh, gee golly, my state representatives are pretty important because you know now they get to determine what's going on with Roe versus Way, and uh, you know we just restricted. Uh, what did the law in Florida just went to what 15 weeks for us, which still isn't it should be abolished in our state, but it's better than it was before because we could still go up to like what second term or third term abortions right here in uh in Florida. Now, I still think it's abominable, it's disgusting and 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 putrid, but it's a step in the right direction. I'll, I'll take some incrementalism to get rid of this crap eventually, you know what I mean? Totally down for it. But my elected Florida officials are super important in that now because they make that determination now. It's a legislative thing now. It's kind of important not to vote for D and it's for my Florida representation. Right? Roe v. That's an unintended consequence of Roe v. Wade. So now yep. we're we're thinking locally again. Yes, right. It's kind of important who my senators are. Right. Rick Scott is <laughs> he's a slimy rhino. But at least he kind of calls them on things from time to time. Uh, Marco Rubio is... Uh, there's rumors about the subject I talked about earlier today. But he's kind of worthless in the Senate, but at least he checks the box when it's supposed to. You know what I mean? Not all the time, but at least he didn't sell us out for gun gun laws. Uh, but he did screw us on Ukraine. <laughs> so it is what it is. So that's kind of important now. And it's really important who your governor is. It's really important. You got to know who your governor is. My governor didn't go with the narrative. My governor actually followed the science. My governor did not care that you called him a death to Santas, and he laughed at you when the stats came out and less people were dying in one of the oldest states in the country. We have more old people that think Rona should have killed off way more of us, but they didn't because mm -hmm. we didn't follow your stupidity. Well, we didn't send uh, COVID patients into the nursing homes. Yeah, that too. You know, that that only accounts for, what, I don't know, 40% of all COVID deaths? Yeah. Oh, darn. We didn't kill our economy. Think about that. We didn't kill our economy. You're selling your house because guess what? Your house value is through the freaking roof right now here. Let's get real, right? Yeah. My house is worth a hundred thousand more than it was when I bought it, right now. And you bought it like what a year or two years ago? Two years ago. <laughs> two years ago, less than two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, th th but <laughs> JBN, not Sorry here in Michigan. You, yeah. Well, Gretchen, you've got Gretchen Whitmer to think about with that. But my point is this, man. Like, it's so important to understand on the local level who's dictating stuff. Who's your sheriff? Who's your sheriff? Your brother is so lucky. He's going to Polk County. He's got Grady Judd as his sheriff, where he's like, hey, if a robber comes to your house, do us a favor and put a bullet in him. That's how I like it. When <laughs> The best was when Grady Judd, um, <laughs> uh, DeSantis had Grady Judd explain what a riot was versus a protest. He's like, this is a protest. And it's like happy, you know, it's like people marching, whatever. 
this is a riot. And there's like fires and stuff like that from Ferguson and all that stuff like that. He's like, don't try that in Florida. We'll mess you up. I can get behind that. You know what I mean? That, that, that It's so important. Who's in leadership now? But I think that's what people are waking up to more than R&B, if that makes sense. Because like, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Val Demings is all over Florida right now, right? Mm-hmm. The the wife of, of, of Demings, right? Mm-hmm. All I know is your husband tried to lock us down in Orlando. He tried his hardest to lock us down in Buck DeSantis. You really think I want that representing me <laughs> in the Senate? Kick rocks. Good luck. Which is funny because she's the only Democrat trying. I, I, the, did you see the, re- the report that... Uh, they they kind of gave up on Florida. The Democrats gave bit, up on yeah. Florida. They gave up. Nikki Freed yeah. is out there trying to uh, <clears throat> make things happen too. She's downing DeSantis at every turn to no avail. Yeah. I mean, you One look at her Twitter speech. feed and she says some ridiculous thing about DeSantis, and it's just people blowing her up constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day. You you can't you can't um, <laughs> fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me right that, that's how it goes did I pull that off better than George Bush did I say that correctly yeah um, oh sorry this is a George Bush uh, I'm not gonna piss off some pure Republican like I did the last show I went off on him but let's get real like you can't fool us anymore because if we put people in power that are idiots it's on us now so. To your point originally, Matt, is this judgment or is it reformation? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's judgment on the jackasses. I think that that's happening. Um, I see that from a political standpoint. I see that from a Christian standpoint. Followers of Jesus Christ, the squishy, what is what is Steve Dace call them? The uh, sweater vest, crease, khaki, skinny jean crowd is getting rocked on every level because you guys bent the knee to George Floyd. You bent the knee to freaking uh, um, Rona. You've bent the knee to the LGBTQ four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever crew, and uh, you keep bending the knee to everything. What, what's the what's the new thing they're bending the knee to? Is abortion. Those people are getting threshed out, and those churches are, are dwindling. The churches that actually talk about Jesus are growing. We're growing, and we're stronger. Yep. It's a reality check. But, you, know, you know, if you're a worshiper in this time, in this time, though, should really be sensitive to people who, you know, uh, are, are, are grieving during this time. So maybe celebration is not the, uh, the appropriate uh, response to the end of Roe v. Wade. And, 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 and limit, limit, I mean, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. But you're not. But um, you're not gospel coalition. What's that? That was literally gospel coalition. That's gospel coalition that said that. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Gospel coalition. It's many people. I've seen that from many people. Yeah, and it's garbage. It <laughs> um, things said by squishy Christians that aren't really followers of Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I just, I don't have quarter for that. That's cute, but you're squishy. You know? Like, no, but, I'm going to stop. I'm going to celebrate the end of, uh, of baby, baby murder mur- in, 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 
certain states, you know, because every every state that that uh, stops this thing, that's a win. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, we we better wrap the show up, man. It's getting late, man. We could yeah, go on forever and ever, man. Can't forever. forever. I'm sorry. My bad, dude. You got any well, final well, thoughts? You have any f- um, yes, I do. And it's yeah. about abortion and um, uh, the left or the globalists or whoever your en- the enemy is. You know, let's put it this way: the enemy. And you can take that physically and spiritually. The enemy's really good at turning the tables. No matter what the situation is, they manipulate language and turn the tables on people like us. Roe v. Wade gets overturned. It's a victory for us. And yet, we're the ones... Well, some of us are telling others not to, you know, celebrate. But, um, but, and, and then from the other side, it's defend your position. Oh, so now, now, uh, women with ectopic pregnancies are just going to die because abortions are illegal. Well, first of all, abortion isn't illegal federally. The, 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 most of this noise is coming from people whose states haven't changed at all, yep. you know, but that's neither here nor there. An ectopic, pre- uh, we can also go, the ectopic pregnancy has nothing to do with abortion. It's not an abortion. Never has, never will. Abortions are, are, is, is one thing and one thing only. The extermination of a baby's life. That's it, right? Nectopic pregnancy, the baby's dead. You can't kill what's already dead. Haven't you seen a zombie movie? But but somebody's in a meme that that was killing a baby, even though the baby's already dead. Whatever. Yes. There was a... a, um, some celebrity, some like C-list celebrity that I'd never heard of, was talking about her own experience with the ectopic pregnancy, and she had to have an abortion. And it's basically, basically the the response is, "Woman, you didn't have an abortion. I'm sorry that somebody told you that, and you thought you've had an abortion this whole time, but you didn't. Yeah, what you yeah. had was a procedure to clear the already dead." Uh, a baby from your body yeah. so that you didn't die. Yeah. Completely different. Well, here's the other one that was my favorite was, are you going to ban miscarriages now? I'm like, baby's already dead. The baby's already Dummy. dead. Dummy. Dummy. But he, But here's my point as a final thought. Yeah. All of this is turning the tables so that they're still on offense and you're on defense. Yep. But here's the thing. We don't 
have to defend ourselves. Their position is pro-baby murder. And we're the ones who have to defend ourselves? Our point of view? No. F that. In every single way, they're the ones who have to defend their position. They don't want to defend their position, which is why they turned the tables so that you, so that to make you feel like you have to defend your position. When somebody comes at you with this stuff, and you go, oh, and you go, oh, no, 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 let me explain. Did they win? No, because it's ridiculous. But also, yes, they did kind of win. Because they, they presented themselves as being righteously on the offensive. And you are reasonably on, you're, 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 you're defensive, but your defense is reasonable. But the defense always looks weaker. It just does. You know, the, the country holed up in its castle looks weaker than, they may not be, but they look weaker than the giant army surrounding the castle and launching giant flaming rocks into it, you know? So they've won an, an, a, at least an optics victory in forcing you to defend yourself. The, the, the Chad way to defend yourself, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the ultra MAGA way is to go, is to say, your question is absurd and I'm not going to defend it. I want babies to live and you want them to, to die. I don't have to defend that. You defend your position. You are pro baby murder and that's, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Defend it. You can't. You're a monster. Good day, sir. Yep. And be on your way. And don't give it a second thought. You have nothing to defend. You are on the right. Your position is of the utmost moral superiority. Because it's God's position. The end. Period. Uh, uh, ivory Tower out. Tower out. Um, here's my final thought, and I'm going to go with you. I disagree with you on one point. Um, we're not even surrounded by a big board. We're not. True. Um, any proof of that went away? Because, let's get real, they said they were going to riot in the streets and kill everybody and, and fight back. And I'm waiting for Jane's response or whatever this group is that threatened terror. Uh, where are you at? Only thing I saw happen was the Georgia Guidestones get blown up. And the FBI activated another mass shooter in Illinois, which has the strictest gun laws. But that's another story for another time. But my, my point is this. I, I think that um, the polling, which was interesting was the polling on abortion didn't move the needle for the left because they have an indefensible position, to Matt's point. 
you cannot defend killing babies and justifying any type of moral high ground, even with voters. You cannot do it because it's I think Elizabeth Warren said 70 percent of Americans are for abortion. And they found out like, no, that's not the case. Actually, 70 percent of Americans are, are against abortion. Most people are against it. The only concession they might give is rape and incest, but that's dwindling um, in popularity as the years go on because you're seeing people like me who are a product of rape, you know, have three daughters and do some pretty cool things, and you know. But that's another story for another time. But I will concur with your final thought with this, and I, and I hate to steal it from Steve Days. I'm watching way too much of him, and I'm over it, okay? I'm tired of him being right because he is right about this. At no point in history, what? You're so funny. (laughs) I enjoy these guys who are popular, and I hate that I do. And uh... listen, I just hate the fact that listen, and and they were doing this before Blaze, and it's smart for them to join up with Blaze. I just hate lining the pockets of Mormons. That's another story for another time. Okay. I like, hate. Okay, so if we get a call from the Blaze and they want us to do a show, we don't do it. Len, I'll be there tomorrow. Okay, chill. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Money talks, bullcrap walks. Now, with that being said, <laughs> oh god, I I ain't too proud to beg. I ain't too proud to beg. But <laughs> here's my point. Um, I think. Dave's kind of hit out of the park when he said this. At no point in history has the leave me alone crowd defeated religious fervor. It's never yeah, I heard him say that. That's a good point. And I was like, I'm very much a leave me alone. A lot I just of us want to be left alone. Listen, every libertarian is leave me alone. That doesn't work. It just doesn't. Because you have to have a moral constitution and a moral base to be left alone. The reality of the situation is every time you say, leave me alone and get off my lawn, JBN, I love that. <laughs> get off my lawn. They keep showing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying be aggressive or whatever, but here's the deal. Everybody's like, Oh, every year pride, pride month gets worse and worse. Cause none of you are pushing back. Mm-hmm. None of you are calling this out. Remember this was supposed to be like, Oh, it's listen, we just, we just need these guys to be able to, have gay marriage, even though marriage is an institution instituted by God for a man and a woman. Okay? Same-sex mirage is just that. It's a mirage. What Nobody about pushed hospital back. visitations? Yeah. Yeah. So it's about hospital visitations and, and the will and blah, 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 which is interesting because you can put anybody in your will. You don't have to be married to them to put them in a will. Like, that. that was the dumbest argument I ever heard. But guess what? We had Bush in power and all the rhino Republicans in charge that let this, this happen. Oh, you know, oh, the slippery but, slope. What a, what a silly idea. And now but, we're trying but, to, but I just want to walk naked down the street in front of children. That's it. That's it. Because you were warned about the slippery slope and now it's upon you because you wanted to be, leave me alone. Well, if we just give them this, they'll leave us alone. Well, if we just give them this, they'll leave us alone. Well, if we just give them this, they'll leave, we'll leave them alone. You know, if we just let the British tax us to death, they'll, they'll leave us alone. You know, if we just leave Hitler alone, he'll he'll leave those nice Jews alone. Hey, listen, if if we just, you know, can keep conceding to the Soviet Union, they'll 
they'll leave us alone. Hey, hey. And I know that that's virtuous in our society nowadays, but what happened to you guys? Did, did your balls fall off? And I hate to keep referring to the Dark Knight, but I have to because that just is what it is. You guys keep conceding to this. At some point, you got to make some decisions. And what's funny is a lot of you that are complaining about this, your kids go to public schools. And, and, and I don't want we need to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Quit bitching to me about your kid being in public school and seeing all this when you're not defending that. Well, my teacher and my principal, they don't push that on their kid. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You're not there. You don't see this stuff. I Listen, I send my kids to a Christian school, and I love my Christian school that I send my kids to. But I've walked up into the high school and seen some stuff that I'm not about. And I literally ripped that stuff off the wall. I, I saw a quote from uh, Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, for Hispanic Heritage Month at our, at our, at our uh, school, and I ripped that crap off the wall. I saw an AOC quote, and I ripped it off the wall. Now, can I protect every single thing that happens? Because guess what? In Christian schools, you let some liberal, quote-unquote, Christians in there. And there are a lot of Christians in the dark that are out there, okay? I saw a, a CRT sign from the same teacher. Now, thank God it's the same teacher. My kid's not going to that teacher at all, okay? Same teacher had um, uh, Tanahashi Coates up on the Black History thing. I ripped that down, too. And I probably pissed that teacher off, and they're like... <laughs> keeps happening to these people maybe the teacher will eventually look up who these slap dicks are and not put them in any sphere of anything just because of what you want to idolize what race okay but my point is this the moment that any of these schools start doing this to your kids walk homeschool your kids me and my wife threaten that all the time if the school the christian school we send our kids to ever goes woke on any level we're walking we're walking they already felt the nuclear heat when they try to put masks and face diapers on my kids, okay? They, they felt it on a regular basis. We made it very uncomfortable for them, and it was hilarious. I enjoyed every stinking moment of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But the reality of the situation is this. You put the heat on these people because they won't leave you alone. They won't let you not wear a mask. You have to force it on in their freaking face and jam them and say, no, I'm not wearing your stupid face diaper. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I did that at my work. <laughs> I went to a, a work uh, thing last week. That's why I wasn't on the show. And every person that was in my team that I haven't physically really seen in two years because we've been running from COVID came up to me and they're like, man, I didn't realize how conservative our group was until you started calling it face diapers and playing Nimic all the time. And I was jamming it right back into my manager's face like, this is stupid. To the point where the company's like, because eh. we have a global company, but here's the deal. Spoiler alert: we have we have those strong dealings in Saudi Arabia. So let's just say that certain woke things don't fly in our company. <laughs> okay, they didn't lock down in Saudi Arabia or Dubai. I hate to break it to you, so they couldn't really push that hard. Because guess what? They're people with conviction pushing back, and I hate to say that a bunch of Muslims forced that and some. You know, let's get real. They made, they put an office in Florida, so you knew that pushback was coming from us too. But let's get real. You got to push back because they're not going to leave you alone. They won't. 
If I'm like, oh, maybe I, just, I won't talk about Jesus, they'll leave me alone. No, that's when you talk about Jesus more. Maybe if I just don't call out the LGBTQ456, no, 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 call it out. It's disgusting. I don't love want pedophilia is, on my kids. But love is love, Ray. You, listen, why, you, that same argument could be water is water, so start drinking out of a toilet. If that's the case, you know, water is water, right? Drink out of a toilet, mm-hmm. drink out of it's the same. It's water's water. Bullcrap. It's not. If love is love, what's wrong with rape or incest? <laughs> sure, exactly, right? What's wrong with pedophilia, right? So, I mean, this is the thing that you got to understand. These arguments are stupid. Jam them back and push them back. I'm sorry. And, and, and I hate to quote this, but everybody loves Jesus meek and mild, but they forget about Jesus who turned over tables. They forget about that Jesus. Everybody says, oh, oh, Romans 13, you know, Romans 13, you, you've got to, you got to bend to whatever is told, right? Paul even said that. But what's funny is Paul always got beaten, stoned, or kicked out of the cities he went into. So apparently he wasn't following the civil authority too well. And don't even let me bring up Nehemiah. He went postal on his brothers and sisters who were banging foreign wives. He slapped the piss out of them. He enjoyed it. And guess what? It wasn't a sin to him. In fact, freaking, uh, it was a, not Ezekiel, but, um, oh, who was the pro, who was the judge at the time? Oh, that's going to drive me. Ezra. Ezra gave him the thumbs up. Like, yeah, I'm glad he did it. Because it woke people up. You're going to have to slap back. Does that mean you fist fight somebody? No. But you don't bow down just because they're threatening you. Okay, do do your worst. But I'm not kneeling before this idol, Nebuchadnezzar. Throw me in the fiery furnace. Watch my God take over. But guess what? Leave me alone. Stay off my lawn. Never works in history. That's my final thought. Send us home, baby. On that note, you've been watching Plausible Foolishness. The home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Thursday, usually at 7.30 p.m., right here on twitch.tv slash plausiblefoolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, anywhere you can get a podcast, and we recommend that you go to the podcast. Um, uh, That's where um, you can best support us. So tell your friends. Yes, that's where the magic is. Um, And uh, we're also on Twitter and Truth Social. Um, and, uh, you know, we hope you have a great night and we'll see you next week. Peace out. God bless. Later.